Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll free. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, a big week as the investigations into the, the Biden family syndicate uh, is ongoing and, and James Comer's announcement urging prosecutors, urging the attorney general not to indict Hunter Biden before Wednesday based on information that he will be releasing sometime tomorrow morning about nine o'clock ish uh but this this investigation in tandem with uh what has been going on in the house judiciary committee that's where jim jordan has been leading up the efforts there uh into whether or not the fbi has been politicized uh the doj weaponized uh congressman jim jordan joins us right now uh and in many ways i would argue that these investigations while separate they're they're working in tandem with each other uh is that a is that a right pre- presumption on my part sir yeah sound good to be with you yeah so think of it this way so understand what mr comer's uncovered 170 suspicious activity reports representing thousands of pages that our treasury department put together about these business and banking transactions from the biden family getting money millions of dollars from foreign entities funneling it through what looks like now upwards of 20 different LLCs associated with the Biden family. So that's all what, what, what Jamie's uncovered in, in his work. And then, of course, you ask the fundamental question that we've talked about, you know, uh, what service did they provide? What, what warranted this? Did they pay taxes on it? Tax on it. And then couple that with what we learned in our investigation where the Biden campaign, while all that kind of stuff is going on, the Biden campaign then three years ago is working with, um, working with Mike Morrell and the 51 who put together the letter, and he, pre- he, pre- he presents this letter that says, oh, the, the Biden laptop story was a disinformation operation. He presents this, this letter at the debate as if it was organic, as if it just sprang out of nowhere, and yet we learned that his campaign was, was critically involved, intricately involved with 
putting this thing together, so much so that they were telling they were telling Mike Morrell, here's the journalist we want you to first get this letter to. So that's sort of the pattern in the big picture we see. And uh, we're trying to, you know, get all the facts, get that information to the American people. And then the case of Morrell, he wanted to provide, quote, a talking point for a debate later that week with Donald Trump, Joe Biden's talking point. Um, there's there's a lot to this. Do we know of any active people that might have been involved in in spreading this misinformation? But we know Anthony Blinken. He didn't he lie about this. So Anthony Blinken is what prompted Morrell to look into the situation from right from the get go on, on October 17, 2020. Um, he, he, he contacts Mike Morrell, then he sends him later that same day a new story on the issue. Blink, uh, or Morrell looks into it, puts together the letter. But again, I, co- I come back to the idea that they presented, and of course it was, all, it was false, it wasn't true what the letter said, but Joe Biden uses it, just like Morrell wanted him to, as something to fight back against when, when President Trump brings it up during the debate. And because Morrell told us, Sean, Morrell told us, he said, I did it because I wanted Joe Biden to win. I wanted I knew President Trump would bring it up during the debate, the laptop issue, and I wanted President Biden to have something to push back against uh, President Trump raising the issue. And it and it played out so well that that uh, Mike Morrell gets a call from Steve Rossetti after the debate, and Mr. Rossetti thanks Mr. Morrell, and Rossetti is of course the campaign chair, the chairman of the Biden campaign. So all that's happening, and while all that's happening, we know what was the Hunter laptop was true talking about some of the same things Mr. Comer has uncovered. Let me go to the issue of the, there's, there's a lot going on here, and, and the question we've got to get to is, for example, you know, the FBI, we, we did get a lot of information about their involvement in the 2016 election. We talked at length about it. Fast forward to 2020, now the FBI uh, is, is leading up an effort, even though they had the Hunter Biden laptop in December of 2019, uh, but in the months leading up to the 2020 presidential election, they're meeting weekly with big tech companies. And according to Joel Roth's integrity site head at Twitter at the time, uh, they're being warned by the FBI that there might be misinformation uh, campaigns and it might have to do with Joe and Hunter Biden. Uh, so they were being prepared basically to spike a story that they knew was real and knew was coming. They were prepping them for something. It's, it's almost like they were clairvoyant. How could they know this was coming? Well, they knew it was coming because they had this stinking laptop, so they're doing a pre-bunk, pre-bunking what they, what they anticipate will come out, which is at some point the laptop story is going to get out there. Well, they knew Rudy Giuliani had a copy, didn't they? Of course. Of course. So they're, they're pre-bunking that, knowing it's going to come out, and, and coordinating this with all the big tech platforms. So when it does come out, they're predisposed to say, oh, no, this has got to be a hack and leak operation. We shouldn't really cover it. So it's already starting to be suppressed. The, the, you know, people can't like it, share it, move it around on social media like, that, like they would normally do. And then the clincher was the letter from the 51 former intel officials that, again, the catalyst for that was the Biden campaign, was Tony Blinken contacting Mike Morrell. Morrell, I think, wanted to be CIA director in the Biden administration. He's more than willing, more than eager to be to participate in this, puts it all together, and it gets used just like they wanted. And it was so effective that Rossetti calls up Morrell and thanks him as the chairman of the Biden campaign. And- now, I would imagine that the FBI has some of the top computer experts in the world, right, working for them. They could have easily, in December of January, the latest of 2021, uh, verified the authenticity of Hunter's laptop. John Solomon has reported they did verify the authenticity of that laptop 
in the spring of 2020. Have you verified that? Well, I don't know when they did, but you would think that in an 11 month time frame, they'd probably have some time to figure it out uh, and do it prior to, I guess, well, the, what, 10 months. They got in December of 19 and October of 2020 is when the story broke. But you would think some point in there they could have figured out that it was legit. Um, it, it wasn't like it was a, you know, it's such a short time frame, but you think in 10 months they could figure it out. Well, I would argue it's 11 months. But the person, as I understand it, according to the case in Missouri that then Attorney General, now Senator Schmidt, was involved in, uh, that the lead FBI uh, agent, I guess, special agent involved in this, uh, had written a thesis about how Donald Trump colluded with Russia to win the 2016 election. Uh, he was heading up the effort to meet with big tech companies weekly in the in the months leading up to the election. Is that right? And that's so true. And I actually forgot that point, Sean. I remember reading that through Elvis Chan's deposition. But you're talking about Elvis Chan, who was the point person with Big Tech in the San Francisco field office, talking with Big Tech, being, being part of this pre-bunking the, the laptop story. Exactly right. And he wrote his, his, his graduate degree thesis on the 2016 campaign and, the, and you know, the, 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 the Russian involvement in the 2016 campaign. But this, let me go back to the, to the, well, let me stay on this Blinken issue first. I don't go back to the Comer issue in a second. Yeah. Because you've, you've got Mike Morrell asking John Brennan on October 19th, 2020, this is before that Thursday debate, can I add your name to this list? We'll be adding Leon, Sue Gordon, Jay Johnson, and a bunch of other people. I'm working on Dan Coates, Mike Rogers, et cetera, uh, trying to give the campaign particularly during the debate on Thursday, a talking point to push back on on uh, to push back on Trump on this issue. And then John Brennan writes back 19 minutes later. OK, Michael, add my name to the list. Good initiative. Thanks for asking me to sign on. Now, he knows nothing about this laptop, but he's willing to sign on and say it has all the earmarks of a Russian disinformation campaign. Uh, that that sounds to me that now we have the FBI putting their cinder blocks on the scale of an election on top of the CIA and, and former intelligence officials doing the same. Yeah. They, Cause they all wanted to, they all wanted to stop president Trump. That's in the end, it comes down to that. They all wanted to stop president Trump. They were willing to sign something that they think was, that they thought was going to help president Biden. They all just assumed it was Russian involvement with this laptop issue when it wasn't. We now know that for sure. Did, did they assume or did they just not care? Well, it could have been a little bit of both. You, you may be right. Uh, I think what they cared most about was helping Joe Biden and stopping President Trump. And you, is, is that election interference in a way? Well, they were in the private sector. They're going to say they got a First Amendment right. But here's the thing, Sean. Never what, what about an in-kind donation? Well, well, but, but never forget, when they signed the letter, this to me is critical. When they all signed the letter, it wasn't just Mike Morrell. It wasn't just Leon Panetta. It was Mike Morrell with the title, former acting director of the CIA. That's what gave it the weight. That's what allowed the big tech company to say, oh, 51 people with their title. Look at that former CIA director, former acting CIA, former head of the ODNI. When they put the title there, former expert on Russia and Eurasia at all, when they put all their titles in, they had the title for every single one, all 51. That gave it the weight where they could say, oh, we should go ahead and suppress this story and keep it from we the people literally two weeks before the most important election, election for president. That is, that is how bad this was. I think they have a First Amendment right to do it, but it's still wrong the way they, the way they went about doing this and putting that letter together. 
when you go back to the Comer Grassley letter, they are very, very specific. And this is what James Comer will lay out on Wednesday of this week, that they believe that they have now that that the DOJ and the FBI have information that would prove that then Vice President Joe Biden took specific actions in exchange for money for Hunter, Devin Archer and himself. Do you know about this letter? Do you know what's in this letter? Well, it's a form, and a form. Okay, I haven't, I haven't seen it. So, so understand when I, when the FBI talks to some kind of witness, someone they're they're talking to, like when they talk to Michael Flynn, they put together a three hundred two. That's the, the lingo for the form they have. When they talk to someone, that's some informant, some some you know source or some could be some form. That's done on the ten twenty three form. And my understanding is that was in the letter that Mr. Comer, Mr. Grassley sent to the FBI. They've asked to see this. Uh, or, you know, get a response back from the FBI t- tomorrow. Uh, I have not seen the form. I don't know if it exists. I know that Senator Grassley uh, thinks it does. And so we'll find out. But if it does and it says what is, is being alleged by the whistleblower who came to Senator Grassley, then that is that is big news. I just don't know because I haven't seen it. I want to see it like I think you do and like the, the country would, would like to see this. We just don't know yet. All right, quick break. More with Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio, uh, who is the head of the all-important House Judiciary Committee on the other side. 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to call in as well. We'll get to your calls and comments as we continue. Edit King Ted Koppel says Sean Hannity is bad for America. Sean Hannity. When this mom ended a bad relationship, she found out she was pregnant. After the father told her to get an abortion, Julia was confused, didn't know what to do, who to talk to. I just knew that if I got an abortion, a part of me would be broken. Now, Julia was referred to a pre-born pregnancy clinic where she was counseled and supported to choose life. I couldn't imagine my life without him. Because of them, he's here. We're going to get through it, and it's going to be okay. Pre-born clinics provide love and hope and ultrasounds to moms like Julia and an ultrasound literally doubles the chances that somebody will choose life. One ultrasound session costs 28 bucks and $140 will sponsor five ultrasounds. Now you can dial and donate at pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or just donate securely at their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, sponsored by Preborn. All right, we continue now with the head of the all-important House Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan of Ohio. I think I'm the only one that has been harping on this from day one, and that's Joe Biden bragging that he leveraged $1 billion. He said this in his own words. He was telling a story uh, that he leveraged a billion taxpayer dollars to get a Ukrainian prosecutor fired. Uh, he gave them six hours to fire the prosecutor. Son of a bee, they fired the guy. Turns out the guy who did interviews with the Washington Post, ABC, and John Solomon uh, the prosecutor, Victor Shokin, was investigating Burisma Holdings and Hunter Biden. Now, Joe Biden had originally claimed that he had never had a single discussion with Hunter about his foreign business dealings. We know 14 uh, meetings that have taken place, the least that I know of, uh, that has been reported and photographic evidence of Joe Hunter and foreign business associates. You know, what will these LLC show us on uh, uh, tomorrow or or the SARS report show us? 
Um, there's a lot of unanswered questions here, but do you think the, that the president of the United States profited um, from from Hunter's private business dealings? Hunter implicates his own father in his own a laptop. Well, we, we know what we know what an eyewitness had said, and he said this a few years ago. And that's Mr. Bobolinsky. He 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 was in in partnership with these guys, and he said, "Yeah, that Joe Biden was involved. That he met with Joe Biden." So we know what that guy said. Um, how far it goes, we don't we don't know. What we do know is 170 suspicious activity reports, millions of dollars flowing from foreign entities to. I mean, not, it was Joe Biden's brother, Joe Biden's son, Joe Biden's daughter-in-law, Joe Biden's sister-in-law. I mean, all this money going to them, and you you always, at least I always do, I come back to the fundamental question. What did they do? What were they do? What, what warranted them getting this money? I, I, and you, you know, was it some kind of investment? Was it to develop some business opportunity? None of that ever seems to happen. So what, what were they getting the money for? That, to me, is the fundamental question. Do you think you'll get that answer? And if the answer is they didn't do much for the money, then what? Yeah, I think I think that's that's why it's it's suspicious. That's that's one of the many reasons why it's suspicious. I think the number of times the money was put sent to this LLC and then another LLC, I think that's suspicious in and of itself. The fact that you can't you can't find what they did to warrant getting uh, payment, uh, I think all that adds to the suspicious activity. And we'll just have to see as we continue to dig. And frankly, we'll see what the FBI says tomorrow. Uh, when uh, when they're supposed to give this document over to Chairman Comer. Uh, rumor is that you might have some breaking news tonight. If you do, you're welcome on Hannity to break it. If uh, that happens, we look forward to seeing you. Yeah, we're working on a we're working on a report on um, on the, a final a report or an interim report actually on the Morell situation in uh, 51. We think we got some new information that's pretty darn important, but we're trying to just get that all finalized before we go. Uh, but we'll look forward to coming on tonight. All right, Congressman Jim Jordan, great state of Ohio, sir. Thank you as always. We appreciate it. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network. And now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T and T-Mobile. For the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When fake news gives you lies, Hannity supplies the truth. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. Our number, if you want to be a part of the program, uh, we'll get to your calls here in a second. Tough economic times. You get the exact same cell towers, the same 5G network as the big carriers, AT&T, uh, Verizon, and T-Mobile when you make the switch to my cell phone company, uh, and that is Pure Talk, a veteran-owned company. Uh, and by the way, when's the last time you got a, quote, uh, unquote, free phone from one of the big carriers? Oh, you feel great. Uh, what you're not looking at is the hefty 
activation fees, the four-line requirements, and, of course, the binding contract. In other words, don't fall for these deals. Trust me, the big carriers are making a fortune off you doing it. You're overpaying. Uh, only my friends at Pure Talk, they'll give you a free 5G Samsung Galaxy phone without the feeling that you've been duped. Uh, there is no contract to sign. You sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, unlimited data plan with mobile hotspot for just 50 bucks a month, and you'll get that 5G Samsung Galaxy absolutely free. That's right, unlimited, uh, everything at a fraction of the cost of the big carriers. And here's one other thing. You have America's most dependable 5G network. Well, how do I know? Because I'm a customer. The same number of coverage bars on your phone as the big carriers. Make the switch. You'll be glad you did. The average family saving close to $1,000 a year. Many families saving much more for the exact same service. Just dial pound 250. Say the keyword save now. You'll get that free Samsung Galaxy when you sign up for unlimited talk, un unlimited text, and unlimited data. Pound 250, keyword save now, make the switch, join the stampede of us away from paying money that we, frankly, in these tough economic times, don't need to pay for the exact same service uh, from our friends at uh, Pure Talk. Uh, all right. Uh, let me, by the way, there was a great exchange. Jackie Heinrich at Fox News, along with Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, on the issue of, oh, last night was movie night. Meanwhile, all hell is breaking loose. Uh, as of Thursday, Title 42 is gone. Uh, we've got a disaster. You see the, the miles and miles and miles of people, you know, just waiting to flood into the country uh, because of the end of Title 42. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't have a plan, and he's too busy eating popcorn and, and falling asleep during a movie. Maybe he's probably watching Mario Brothers. Who knows? Listen. You have laid out all the things that the White House wants to tackle um, from the country careening toward a debt limit crisis to you know, the southern border preparing for up to 12,000 illegal crossings a day potentially after Title 42 ends this week. You open the briefing talking about the crisis of gun violence. Why is the president talking about meal vouchers for canceled flights and holding a movie night at the White House? with all those things going on because he's president and there are multiple things that the president do, does and he can talk about uh, uh, the potential manufacturing crisis that house republicans have put forth uh, and that could happen if they don't get back to regular order he can talk about how he's delivering for families i think the airlines uh, announcement that the president made is incredibly important to american families across the country i hope you think so as well Oh, he's watching Super Mario. What's the name of the new Mario Brothers movie? You would know this, Linda. You have a seven-year-old. I, I actually should know this because I'm supposed to take Liam to see it, and I, I'm Googling it because I'm like, well, I don't know. It's like the yeah. Super Mario Brothers movie, I think, is just the Super Mario. If I had to guess, that's the movie that I bet Joe Biden watched. You know what I watched last night? What? Um, it, just, it was just released fairly recently, The Pope's Exorcist, starring What's Russell Crowe. Oh, you got to watch it. I mean, it's it's really oh, yeah, it sounds great. No, it really is good. I'm just I, I'm telling you, you'll like it. What's it, it about? Does, it, it does not have. Well, it's about the Pope's exorcist. But I don't want to give away the plot. Um, we can give it do like the trailer But this was version. specifically the Pope's exorcist involved in what is one of the, if not the toughest exorcism uh, ever undertaken. Now, remember, the, the Catholic Church for years has believed in exorcism 
And, uh, you know, years and years ago when I, you know, did late night radio uh, for one, you know, year of my life, uh, I used to have on this guy, Father Malachi Martin. Um, and, man, he would tell his stories. They were pretty, they were pretty chilling. Uh, anyway, if you believe in good and evil and believe in possession, whether you do or not, you're going to find it interesting. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Roger, Illinois. Roger, hi. How are you? Glad you called. I am doing great. Thank you, Sean, for doing all that you do for us. Well, thank you for letting me do it. It's an honor and uh, great to have you on the show. Yes. Uh, what I had a question for you was uh, the new job numbers come out, and, of course, uh, they're you know being touted as pretty good, and they always adjust it for seasonal this and for seasonal that. Why can we not, and shouldn't it be adjusted for if we're getting 10,000 immigrants coming in a day in the country? Shouldn't that be taken off of the jobs? Well, yes and no. What nobody noticed in the last job report is that they adjusted the previous month's job report downward by 123,000 jobs. So they said, oh, we had a great month, 250,000 jobs. Well, you can take away uh, 125,000 of them uh, because they seasonally adjusted down the previous month. In other words, they overreported the previous month to make it look better than it was, and that kind of gets buried. And then the you know sycophant media uh, mob just goes along with the talking points. Oh, the, the economy is not that bad. Listen, I just urge everyone to ask themselves: How's the economy of Joe Biden working for you? And if you ask that question. I think there's very few people that I know that will give good grades to Joe Biden on the economy. Uh, we've got a banking crisis. That's not good. We've got Joe Biden now has brought us to the brink of default. Uh, he has not met. I mean, the meeting today, big deal. It's been 100 days since he met with Kevin McCarthy. And, uh, you know, we have, what, 22 days until uh, Janet Yellen says we're going to run out of money and start defaulting. Nearly half of baby boomers. Now, baby boomers are a little bit. I'm at the end of the baby boomer uh, uh, era. And guess what? Nearly half of baby boomers have no retirement savings. None of it. I mean, I, that means these people are going to have to work to the 85 or, or until they drop dead. It's unreal. That, that's not fair to them. Now Biden is going after your dishwashers uh, on top of, let's see, your air conditioners, on top of your gas stoves, on top of your meat, on top of everything in between. It's unbelievable. And by the way, your new dishwasher uh, will have 27% less power and 34% less water if the White House has their way. Isn't that good news for you? Don't you, you, you don't sound excited about that. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm in my, you know, early 60s, and I've seen our retirement just, you know, slowly disappearing, you know, because of the economy. And bringing back the point of the jobs that you talked about it being adjusted down, if you go onto Google and look, you have to look a very long time to find on the Internet that they've adjusted those numbers down. Look, I'm going to give everybody financial advice without giving financial advice because I'm not a financial advisor. Um, if you can, reduce your exposure to the market. There's ways you can do it. For example, uh, I called my financial guy. I said, I don't trust the stock market. I hate it. I've told them this for years. I said, is there any way now that they have, what was it, 4.8 or 5% uh, annual one-year treasuries? I said, is there any way I can I can move any money 
from one account to uh, a treasury account, a one-year 5% return, uh, without having to pay any penalty or, or any taxes. And he said, yes, you can use your retirement accounts to do it. I said, good, put all of it in there. And that's how little faith I have in the stock market. So, you know, we'll find out what happens. Uh, speaking of investment opportunities, uh, you know, inflation is out of control. Prices rising. Now a banking crisis. Uh, now we're bailing out billionaires and millionaires so as long as they're Democrats. Anyway, with all the current stock market volatility, uh, have you looked at your retirement accounts? How are they doing? Now, the Phoenix Capital Group, they suggest, like so many others, that you diversify your investments. The time to do it would be now. In their case, they recommend high-value U.S. oil and gas investments. Uh, currently, their yields ranging from 8% to 12% APY paid monthly. Now, that's a better rate of return than banks or CDs with no middlemen. Uh, they're both A-plus uh, and Regulation D-Core uh, bond offerings with different maturities, qualifications, rates. They have a $5,000 investment open to all investors. Look, here's the bottom line. That In that case, they pay 9% APY. Download the Phoenix Group's free investor guide today. It's at PHX on Hannity.com. Look, before making any investment decision, you got to carefully consider and review all any and all risks involved. Talk to your financial advisor, uh, but learn how you can diversify your investments. And in this case, uh, possibly earn 8 to 12% APY. They'll give you their free investor guide. Uh, you, you get to download it, the Phoenix Group's free investor guide at phxonhannity.com. It's that simple. All right, quick break. More of your calls and comments coming up. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program as we continue. Exposing, uncovering, unpacking the lies of the left every day. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, let's get back to our busy phones. Rick, Indiana. Rick, how are you? Glad you called. Good, Sean. How about you? I'm good, sir. Uh, I wanted to talk about the FBI, and I hear what you're saying. I agree with you to a certain, to a great extent that you know the. Bad apples, if you will, are at the top of the tree, basically. But, you know, even some of the rank and file, uh, for example, the, the Stephen Friend, the um, FBI agent who was a whistleblower and then either resigned or was fired. I can't, I think he was fired, actually, uh, for holding to his beliefs. We need more of the FBI rank and file to do that. For example, the, um, SWAT members, SWAT FBI members that raided the pastor's house, they should have declined that. And when I say that, you know, it's easy for me to say sitting back here. Um, but, you know, again, the Nuremberg trials proved one thing, and that is that the lower echelon Nazis, if you will, I'm not comparing the FBI to Nazis, but the lower echelon people tried to rely on, hey, I'm just following orders, and it didn't work. So, I mean, I really think that rank-and-file members need to stand up to management, if you will, and say, no more. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go to school board meetings, et cetera, et cetera. Well, let me, let me give you an example. Um, we interviewed both on radio and TV former FBI special agent uh, Nicole Parker. Now, he, here was a person 
that was in one of the buildings next to the, the Twin Towers when they were hit on 9-11-2001. There were, oh, I don't know, 50,000 applicants and only 900 openings, and she got one of them. And she worked on some of the highest profile cases down in the Miami Bureau of the FBI. And I've had her on. She's one of the whistleblowers. And she left and left before she she was vested in her pension, um, even though she put her life at risk every day and took a big pay cut by leaving the financial in- industry. And that's somebody that I would argue is the rank and file. Now, it's hard. I mean, it's easy for us to sit here and say, well, quit your job, uh, give up your retirement. You got six years to go. You've worked hard for that retirement. You you know, what are you going to do to make, you know, ends meet? You've got a mortgage payment to make. You got a car payment to make. You got kids to send to college. Um, it's, you know, it's kind of easy to tell people what they should and shouldn't do and how they should stand on principle. But there are certain realities that most people face that it makes it prohibitive for them to do such a thing. Now, they they can speak out. And once they become a whistleblower, they're persona non grata. Uh, that's the sad part of this. The one thing that I'm hearing, though, regularly from either people that I know that have retired or are even still on the job uh, or the people that have become whistleblowers is that it is not the same FBI that it was five years ago, that it definitely has been politicized and weaponized. And we, we can't have that happen in this country. Remember, you might remember back in the day that the church committee hearings, et cetera, we're going to need, we're going to need serious, real reform and get back to the mission of the FBI to me, which is to be the world's premier law enforcement agency. Um, I think it's a lot to ask, you know, rank and file guys that are doing a good job every day uh, to step away from their job and protest. Um, that, that's a lot to give up on their part. I hear you. And, and it's easy for me because I'm retired uh, retired trial lawyer, and so I, I totally get what you're saying, and I get that. But there may be a, a, an interim, you know, proposal though. I mean, if they're sent on a mission, for example, when they sent the SWAT team to out to that pastor's house, um, they could blow the whistle on it, um, they could quit, or they could just say, "Hey, this is an illegal order. It's an immoral order, and I'm not going to do it." and if they get fired, you know, there's a lot of good employment lawyers out there that would take that case and probably win it. Now, I but I hear what you're saying. I I totally listen. I've I've deal with lawyers way more than anybody in this anybody would ever know. Unfortunately, it's uh, you know they we they have weaponized and we're now criminalizing or they're attempting to criminalize political differences. Look, you got to understand in the environment I work in, there are people that monitor every single solitary word I say on a daily basis. There are psychos living in their basement getting paid to listen to me and in the hopes that they'll catch one word, one phrase, one sentence uh, that they believe or deem would get me fired or boycotted or or taken off the air. I mean, any conservative lives with, with that hovering over their head every second they're on the air. So and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying what the reality is. Um, it's yeah. it, 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 listen, the right people that that know about corruption, I would agree at the right time, have a moral obligation to speak up and say something. And I think many of them are and way more than we know. Does that help you? 
Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, it's it's a tough call. Hey, could I segue to another topic? I'll do it briefly. You have less than a minute. Go ahead. Okay, I'll do it quickly. Um, Republicans, they blow things all the time, and that's what I'm talking about, is the Manhattan hearings where uh, Madeline Brame was uh, reacting to Dan Goldman, and Jim Jordan rightfully cut her off because it was Goldman's time. And then Elise Stefanik is next up, and she just launches into a standard deal. And, you know, as a trial lawyer, it really bugged me because all she had to do was look at Madeline and go, you weren't allowed, you know, by rules to finish. Can you go ahead and finish? Um, she was about to make a powerful point, And you had her on your show. She was a powerful, powerful speaker. So that's the only point I wanted to make in terms of segue to, you know, use your head. Republicans, I mean, don't miss golden opportunities like that. You know, as a trial lawyer, that's just one of those golden opportunities you don't you don't want to miss, frankly. Anyway, thank you. Well, anyway, we appreciate your point. Thank you. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.